0: Welcome to Ghost of a Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Lignato. I'm an astrologer, psychic medium, and animal communicator, and I'm going to give you your weekly horoscope and no-bullshit mystical advice for living your very best life. Hey there, Ghosties. In this episode, I'll deliver your astrological weather report for the week ahead. Every Sunday, I help you prepare to navigate through life's ups and downs and provide you with practical insights for planning ahead and staying on top of your game. And don't forget to hit subscribe whenever listening to this podcast, or just mark your calendars, because every Wednesday I'll be back with a live, in-depth reading with a listener. Maybe it'll be you. So sit back, relax, and get ready to get astrological. Welcome to the first ever horoscope-only episode of Ghost of a Podcast. I'm very excited about this change. I hope you are too. And I will also say, you may have noticed that Ghost of a Podcast got a little color boost. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. I think it's adorable. Anyways, let's get astrological. I'm going to give you your horoscope for February 26th through March 4th of 2023. And you know, before I do, I got some things to say. Okay. So every month on the first of the month, I drop a bonus episode of Ghost of a Podcast on the kittens level of my Patreon. And if you are a member, thank you so very much. And get ready, because as I was preparing for March uh, and recording the March horoscope, I had to take a seat, if you know what I mean. I had to take a seat because March is going to bring a lot, a lot of change, a lot of transition, and a fair amount of challenges. I want to just take a moment to, you know, without getting into the details of that, which, you know, I will cover week to week what you can expect. And if you want to know what's coming in advance, of course, join me over on Patreon. But a huge thrust of my work in general, and certainly how I like to engage with astrology, is it's not just about being able to be, you know, to use astrology to fortune tell, to predict what will happen so that you can kind of try to analyze your way out of it. You know, that, that can work with astrology. But if we are using astrology... As a way to mentally, cognitively understand what's coming or what's happening, so that we can emotionally support ourselves, the people around us, and care for ourselves and the people around us. That's like, to me, the best use of astrology, right? Because if we get too caught up in future tripping, we can lose track of the whole point of why prediction can be helpful. It's so that we can cope better right? And I want to just acknowledge that March is going to be a lot. And so I want to invite you to check in, not just with your mental health, although certainly that, but also your emotional health. And I want to just kind of point out what may seem, sound really obvious to a lot of people. Mental health and emotional health are not the same thing. We talk about mental health a lot as a culture, but we don't talk about emotional health as much. How you feel, how you support yourself, how you receive support and love, care from others, whether or not you experience like a soft landing space within yourself or in your home or your life. I mean, this is really foundational to so much of what happens in our psyches, in our bodies, and governs so much of our reactions or responses to what's happening in the world around us and in our lives in general. And so I want to just kind of invite you to really consider your emotional health now, lately, and certainly when you consider the transits ahead. And it's not like this week has like the worst transits or anything. That's not it. It's more that life is stressful, right? We are living through a climate crisis that is really severe and getting more severe every day, but we're calling it climate change, right? We're living through a time where there is a potential for war kind of in every corner. And what can we as individuals do about it? I, I mean, I don't know. There this is a very divisive time. This is a time where technology has outpaced our ability to emotionally and mentally cope with it, really. There's a lot going on. And of course, there is an ongoing pandemic and we are not Now, nor have we ever been as a society or a world, even though we are all living through the same global pandemic, we've not been in agreement about what it is, how to treat it, how to respond to it, how to manage it, you know, what collective care looks like around it. It's a lot to deal with. And emotionally, there's no real good way to deal with this. There's no handbook for this. Even those who are doing a good job coping, I mean, doing a good job coping with challenging, upsetting, difficult things is still challenging, upsetting and difficult. So all to say, cut yourself some fucking slack. You know, you have tools, you have access to tools. I know that because you're listening to me, right? You're listening to this podcast. And I'm going to assume you've got other spiritual podcasts that you listen to or other resources that you can tap into to check in with your emotional wellness. And again, adjust your behavior to be more supportive because it's not enough to be data collectors which is very tempting with astrology and in this very digital age we're living in but being a data collector without integrating and synthesizing your data it's just living in a noisy cafe and having no meaningful conversations like it doesn't it doesn't do you right not as a long-term strategy now one more thing i will kind of name around this before we get deep into this week's astrology is that in March, we have a massive shift in energy. Uh, Mars is finally leaving Gemini, which it's been there since August of 2022, which is a very long time for Mars to be in a zodiac sign. And it was in Gemini for so long because of its retrograde. So Mars is finally leaving Gemini by the end of the month We have Saturn moving into Pisces for the first time in about 29, 29 and a half years. And then we have Pluto moving into Aquarius for the first time in close to 250 years. So (laughs) these three things add up to a massive shift in energy that will be felt collectively. It'll be felt very personally and it'll be felt collectively which means it's going to impact you in your personal life, in your professional life, all these kinds of things. And we are going to see a major ripple effect within societies across the world because this isn't happening to one country or one group of people. It's happening to all of us. And again, the better emotional coping tools that we have to deal with change, no matter how subtle or dramatic, the more gracefully we can move through this stuff tap into the feelings. Don't just run into the thoughts. Again, you know, we want to be able to synthesize information and the act of synthesizing information requires that you sit with it. And sitting with information means sitting with the feelings that come up when you assess that information, which is challenging, but it's a good challenge. It's a challenge worth engaging with. Okay. All right. That all said, let's get into your horoscope. As I said, we're looking at February 26th through March 4th of 2023. The first exact transit begins on March 1st. And I will say, just as a quick little, you know, spoiler alert, uh, March begins and ends with Venus transits, which is, you know, a nice little soft landing for all the change and tumult that I see that month, but okay, let's focus on the here and now. On the 1st, we have an exact Venus conjunction to Jupiter. This transit is exact at 9.36 p.m. Pacific time, and it's happening at 12 degrees of Aries. So Venus conjunction to Jupiter is a lovely transit. There's so much good to be gleaned from this transit. Venus is beauty and connection, romance, getting along well with people, creativity, art, and money. And Jupiter makes things bigger. Jupiter is the great expander. Jupiter can be associated with luck or turns in fortune, generally positive ones. So a Venus conjunction to Jupiter is generally a really great transit. It's one where you feel a sense of resiliency. Now, you're especially going to be feeling this if you have any important planets or points in your birth chart at around 12 degrees of either Aries or a cardinal sign, which is Capricorn, Cancer, and Libra, or any other zodiac sign that is uh, aspected benefically by Aries. Opportunities may come your way that just feel really good. You don't have to like work to make a thing happen during a Jupiter transit. It generally just kind of comes to you. And what tends to come to you under a Venus conjunction to Jupiter is beautiful or enjoyable or creative and dynamic or money. It's related to abundance this is a time where it's easy to enjoy things. Now, the universe likes to give with one hand and take with another sometimes. And so I will say that this Venus conjunction to Jupiter is overlapping with another transit that will be exact on the second, which is a Mercury conjunction to Saturn. And that's going to mitigate the influence of Venus conjunction to Jupiter. Now, let me just pull back to say this week is full of conjunctions. We got three exact transits, and all three of them are conjunctions. And what conjunctions are in astrology is two or more, but in this case, it's two planets sitting on top of each other in the same sign at the exact same degree, right? And conjunctions are basically when the energies, motives, needs, tendencies of each planet become merged. They become completely aligned. And sometimes that can produce really lovely things like this Venus Jupiter conjunction does. Venus and Jupiter together, who wouldn't want that? Literally nobody ever. It is a lovely conjunction. But other conjunctions can bring up really challenging themes like the Mercury conjunction to Saturn that I'm going to tell you about in a second. Now, conjunctions are not good or bad. Really, nothing in astrology is good or bad. We don't want to think that way if we can avoid it, right? But they're not. Technically speaking, inherently uh, challenging or really empowering. They're just a conjunction of energies. two planets meeting up and having a serious conversation with each other, which can go either way, really. And so when we're dealing with conjunction energies, we're not exactly dealing with a hard or a soft aspect. We're dealing with a strong aspect. When we're dealing with strong energies that are happening within us or in our lives, It really calls upon our own coping skills. So let's come back to the Venus-Jupiter conjunction. This transit is a great time for socializing. If you are, you know, out there and mingling, it's a great time for dates, especially first dates. Uh, Any kind of social connection is great. If you have been feeling funky about the way you look, this is a good time to play with your wardrobe, to go shopping if you like to, you know, if if you're in the market for such things, play with makeup, whatever. It's a good time for exploring the creative side of how you feel about the way you look, how you engage with the way you look. It's also a great time for connecting with people. So, uh, you know, this is just a general good time for exchanging warmth and enjoying life, enjoying whatever you can. If you're somebody who's an artist, definitely make time on or around the first to be with your craft. You know, Uh, it might be something subtle that occurs and it might be something really beautiful that shifts for you. But this transit is great. Now, I guess I missed something I should have said about conjunctions. They happen at zero degrees, which means they're the beginning of something. They're the beginning of a cycle. So, Be intentional about how you engage with your feelings, with your finances, with your relationships, et cetera, because it's the start of something. It's the start of something happening here. And in regards to money, this can be a good time for thinking about your finances, especially if you tend to have a scarcity-based perspective on money, because this can open that up for you. If there's a downside to this transit, It's that we can be a little too hedonistic or overindulged. That could be spending more money than you should, um, you know, imbibing more than is healthy for you, that kind of shit. So a little bit of moderation helps this transit along, which luckily the transit that's exact on the second, the Mercury conjunction to Saturn will absolutely incline us towards being more moderate, which means uh, I'm not worried about overindulgence, this Venus-Jupiter conjunction. Okay. Let me tell you all about the Mercury conjunction to Saturn. This transit is exact on the second at 6:34 AM Pacific Time. It's happening at 29 degrees of Aquarius. So, that means both planets are at 29 degrees of Aquarius. This is the anarhetic degree, which means it's a critical degree. This is something I've talked about a bunch on my Patreon recently if this is something you're really interested in, but when we see a transit occurring at the 29th degree, the final degree of a sign, we know that it's going to be really important because it is the end of the zodiac sign, right? It's the end of a cycle. And that means that the energies are going to be particularly potent. So we always want to pay attention to the degree that transits are occurring at. This Mercury conjunction to Saturn is definitely worth paying attention to. Now, broadly speaking, Mercury conjunction to Saturn is a time that uh, makes our thinking more pragmatic, more critical. It can make us more scarcity-minded. In other words, we are thinking about our fears, what could go wrong, what's gone wrong in the past. It can increase our sense of self-consciousness, which can lead to either self awareness or insecurity. Like, you know, I'm self conscious, I'm overthinking things, that kind of stuff. Mercury conjunction to Saturn absolutely points our thoughts in a more self serious direction. And depending on your nature and your situation, this can be excellent for helping you to make plans, figure shit out, organize things. Like if you've got to organize your inbox, your taxes, your I don't know, your closet. This is a great transit for doing that. But it can also really have you focusing on negatives, focusing on what doesn't work, what can't work, what's never worked, that kind of thing. And this can kind of bleed into our relationships with people because a negative frame of mind can lead us to being really critical of the people around us or having a harsh tone of voice especially if you have a, a planet or an important point in your birth chart that is going to be directly aspected by this conjunction now if you've got a process with someone if you have to have a serious conversation there are very strong pros and cons of doing it this week in general and specifically around the 2nd on the one hand you are likely to be Honest, forthright, and so is the other person you're talking to. And on the other hand, things are likely to take more of a negative turn because Saturn, right? Saturn governs, amongst many other things, depression. So it's not like this transit's going to magically make you depressed, but it can increase melancholy or just feeling down or heavy, especially if you have a tendency to be depressive. This transit can kick that off which of course doesn't necessarily make it the best time to have important conversations with people, but it might not be avoidable. And because of Venus conjoint to Jupiter, it is more likely to go well because that Venus conjunction to Jupiter that we're very much still feeling is likely to make us feel a little bit more optimistic, resilient, and generous with ourselves as well as with others. So just keep watch over how negative your thinking tends to skew if you can. Okay. Now, another really great thing about the Mercury conjunction to Saturn is that it can support us in having focus, concentration, and to approach things with a systematic mindset, right? So it can be an incredibly useful transit, especially if there's shit you need to work out and you need to make plans around. This is the time to do it. Now, something else I want to mention here is that Mercury governs Friends and platonic connections, right? So it's like communications, your neighbors, your pals, your coworkers, that kind of shit. And Saturn can be related to authority figures. So that can be, you know, the patriarchy. It can also be your boss, your landlord, uh, your manager, or this person in your life who assumes more of an authoritative or directive role in the relationship. This transit can signify these kinds of relationships being in some sort of crisis. Again, the conjunction brings things together. And that crisis can be where things finally get worked out. And there is an agreement reached or communication that is effective or clarity being achieved in that relationship. Or it can signify uh, power struggles. And it's not like a plutonium power struggle where it's like major drama. It's more of a power struggle of nobody giving ground on the things that need to be compromised on because everyone wants control. Right. So be mindful, if you can, about your relationship to control and whether you give it up just at the, at the slightest provocation or you dig in your heels, because both of those things, I mean, I'm just naming some extremes, but both of those things uh, are likely to get engaged by this transit in a way that is a little triggering. But within your triggers is always the opportunity for growth and healing and change. So you know it's coming. You can work with it put it in your dear diary, okay? And that, my friends, brings us to the last exact transit of the week. And this is a Venus conjunction to Chiron. So lots to say. Giddy up. Now, the Venus conjunction to Chiron is happening at 14 degrees of Aries, and it will be exact at 948 a.m. Pacific time. And I will just remind you, as always, if you want to keep track of the transits, either to organize your life or as a learning tool with astrology, do consider subscribing to my Astrology Pro Tool, Astrology for Days, over at astrologyfordays.com. You can adjust it for your time zone. Okay, so Venus conjunction to Chiron. When we're dealing with Chiron, we're always dealing with Ways we have a hard time being embodied, especially Chiron in Aries, right? We're dealing with ways that we have a hard time being kind to ourselves, uh, embodying forgiveness and healing. We can get a little stuck where we have Chiron. And because Chiron is in Aries, we're really dealing with issues related to embodiment and our ability or willingness to activate from that place. Now, when Venus forms a conjunction to Chiron, we have the opportunity to step into some measure of acceptance and loving care around our Chironic themes. That can happen where we become aware of a pattern that we have, where maybe we know how to treat other people really well, but we are not as good at treating ourselves well, or vice versa. And something comes up in our lives, whether, again, it's internal or in a relationship dynamic with others, where we become more self-aware and we have the opportunity to engage in new ways. Again, conjunction, right? So the Venus conjunction to Chiron can be a time where our relationships are kind of being a little challenging, but within that, we can show up in new ways but it requires a measure of self-awareness around your own wounding and your own patterns. The key here is to recognize what you love and more importantly, what you value. And I'm not saying what you value is more important than what you love, but love is so complicated, right? Love shows up in a million ways in our relationships and our choices. But if we can bring our attention and energy back to our own values, then it's easier to align our actions with what is actually salient for us, right? What what is actually important to us. Because when we're triggered, when we are dealing with our own wounding, it is much easier to react in defensive ways or entitled ways because we feel bad. So again, aligning with What you love, what you value, can be really helpful with this transit, and because of the overlap, and we're going to be feeling all of these transits at the same time, right? Venus conjunction to Jupiter, Mercury conjunction to Saturn, Venus conjunction to Chiron. Because of the overlap of all of these transits, we're likely to have triggering dynamics show up in our relationships. That that is just likely, and depending on what's going on in your life, that might look really different. For instance. You may have an ongoing relationship in your head, in your inner world with someone that you're not actively having with them. You're not like hanging out with them, talking to them, that kind of thing, right? And so in that way, so much of what's coming up for you is really about you. It's really about you. You may otherwise have a relationship dynamic with someone you live with, you talk to, you're dating, you're friends with, whatever, that needs... To be dealt with. All these conjunctions mean we need to actively engage with whatever is up for us, right? And so we have the potential this week to be really intentional, to lead with love and center what we value, to be resilient in the presence of our most scarcity based thinking and our most painful triggers, right? That is a beautiful thing. It's not necessarily an easy thing or a fun thing, but for some people it might mean that things are really fun and great this week actually. But for many others it's just going to be triggering. And again, I just want to I want to orient you towards staying connected to your resources so that you are taking care of yourself, making it easier to make the best possible decisions even when you feel your worst or your most triggered right? And that, my dears, is your horoscope. I want to thank you so much for joining me this week and every week here on Ghost. And if you get a lot of value from the podcast, please do make sure to hit that subscribe or follow button wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have a good week. Take good care of yourself and others. Don't forget to mask up in indoor public spaces. And I will talk to you in just a couple days. Bye-bye. The end is near But we're still here